The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. And we're kickstarting the weekend with a man who has, let me see if I can remember it all, the 70 caps for Ireland, three Six Nations winners, medals, uh, Grand Slam uh, record. He's, don't know how many um, Leinster um, caps. Devin, do you keep track of the, the Leinster um, caps in total? I ended up on 280. 280. Yeah, yeah. Devin Tony, you're very welcome. You retired in June yeah, this year. Yeah, my last game was for, I was actually playing for the Barbarians against Spain. It was in June. So that, 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 was, that was my last professional game. So. Do you want to go, when, when, you, when you hang up the boots, do you hope to hang up the boots having gone out on an Ireland jersey, on a Leinster yeah. jersey, on a bat? Does it matter? Uh, do, do you know what? Everyone has these images of of having the big send off, and 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 but like, I was just saying earlier on that no one gets a fairy tale ending really. Like the only person who ever got it was probably Brian O'Driscoll in his in his last season. They won everything they could, and he just started everything. But like, I think not everyone gets a fairy tale ending. Obviously, you would love it, but it it, it, it never really happens like that because you're coming to the end of your career. There's there's young lads coming through the ranks. There's, there's lads w- wanting to get in more games and more game time. So like, you're kind of you're kind of on the way out. Anyway. How do you know you're on the way out? Is, is it a physical thing? Is it that you, you don't want it as much? Because like, I, I assume inside you still feel 19 or no? No, not the minute. No, <laughs> um, I you, you, you kind of know in your bones, like do you know what I mean. So like I I, I was doing it for seventeen years, and like you kind of you know for over the last year or two that you're not getting picked. There's young lads coming through, and 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 like there's a huge amount of talent in in, in Leinster as well. Like so, there's loads of second rows coming through. You're not playing every game. You're not getting picked for the big ones. So you kind of know yourself that 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 you're kind of coming to an end. Like hard though. Yeah, yeah, no, it is after so long, like as well, because you kind of like there was an opportunity to maybe go and play a play year in France or something like that. But I was kind of going through with, with, with my, my wife Mary and the family. I was like, yeah, we've got a young fella, Max, who's five and he's just starting school. I didn't want to uproot the whole family to go for a, for a year to come back and then, do you know what I mean? So, um, I think and you, the, you've two now, don't you? Two, yeah, Max and Grace. So, Max is five and Grace is two. Well, you're not exactly sitting around the house then doing nothing, yeah, it has to be no, said. No, not at all. No, no, absolutely not. No. What's it like, though? Because I, I think a uniquely professional sport, particularly professional rugby, hot houses the players. Like things like the camps before games, there is a huge amount of control of the individual within the sport. When that suddenly stops, do you feel a bit sort of cast adrift? Um, not yet. No, I don't know. I kind of love it, to be honest. I love the freedom. Uh, to be like, I love, I love being able to to have have your weekends back. You know, to be like, because literally you can actually plan what you're going to do. You can like, I've had I've had Centre Parks booked for the last year. Where we're, we're going to go for Halloween, like, do you know what I mean? So I was, I was, you're able to say, yeah, actually, I actually can do that that weekend. Yeah, so it's it's good. It's good being able to plan your life, I suppose. And what's an average weekend for the toners? Oh, it kind of revolves around what the kids want to do, to be honest. Going to playgrounds and, and, and trying to keep them entertained. Um, Sundays, they might usually might go, go home to my mother. Uh, she's in she's in uh, in Manalvi and my, my sister Emma and my brother Dara, they both kind of live there and there's six grandkids in, 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 the, in the family now. So we get all the, all the cousins together and just kind of have a nice family meal on a Sunday, to be honest. That's a regular thing almost every yeah, week? Yeah, almost every week, yeah. Does your mother have to... Are, are, are the whole family of the sort of scale of you, it must be some amount of food to have to put down if there's that... Uh, we're not a small family. <laughs> Brother Darius was six six anyway. So, but um, she doesn't cook ever like all the time. So like we're we're we're, we're kind of a big foodie family. So where everyone kind of chips in and 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 makes something. Yeah. Well, on the topic of food, you recently did the restaurant. How was that? Yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was a really good experience. Um, did you learn much? 
Uh, I learned how hard it is in the kitchen. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I, uh, my gratitude for chefs is, is 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 through the roof at the minute. Like you literally, you go in at nine in the morning and, and you leave at eleven at night, and you're you're on your feet all day long. Like so, it's they go through some amount of work. Like, and they take it seriously. Though. That's the thing in the restaurant. Oh. You look at it on the telly and you think, ah, oh, yeah, it's a TV show. Yeah. But they treat it like it's a service, and it gets very intense and Absolutely. very busy. Absolutely, but it's their reputation as well. It's their their kind of recipes, and they're cooking it as well. So they're going for as many stars as they want as well. Like, and they, and they kind of want the obviously good feedback from Marco and Rachel and whoever and whoever the. the but it's uh, funny. Like I, I noticed because there's a TV feed that comes into the kitchen when the when mm. it's ongoing. They watch the diners like hawks. Oh, absolutely, like they really yeah. want to see is this going down well? Do they like it? Do they not? It's absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. can you cook? Uh, yeah, I can hold my own. Yeah, no, I've always been a kind of a keen uh, cook at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of confident in my, in, in my ability. And what's your go-to if we say, you know, if you're saying, okay, it's time that I did that thing that I do. <laughs> what's that thing? <laughs> We're that, still on the topic of cooking. That thing, <laughs> uh, probably an old-fashioned lasagna, probably. No, no, fashion about lasagna. Not to be said for a good lasagna. A bit of lasagna, some garlic bread, and some coleslaw. Would you? Oh, you can't have lasagna without coleslaw. No. Let's be clear. Would you be making your own pasta from scratch, or is that pushing the boat out too far? I did once, but then realised there's, there's actually so much work in it. You don't, you, you don't have to. No, you know? life is too short. No, absolutely. And there's no way to do it clean. The place always yeah. ends up looking absolutely, like it's an explosion yeah. in a bakery. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing you can do. Absolutely. So come here. What's the line of work now that you are no longer a professional rugby player? What yeah, are you doing I'm, with yourself? I'm in the finance world, so I'm working for a, a financial planning firm called Tax Finance or Ask Paul. Uh, so I think Paul Merriman com- comes into news talk quite a bit, just talking about finances and stuff. So I kind of um, coming up to the end of my career, I, I was I was talking to a career coach. And she suggested going in and getting your finances on track. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I, I just booked in for a consultation with Paul. And we went and we went through all the financial planning of retirement and what to do with your cash and wh- where to put it where. And then kind of a uh, relationship built between us. And um, a couple of months or a couple of weeks later, he kind of said, have you thought about it and what you, what you want to do afterwards? And I was like, do you want to have, have a go at tr- uh, trying the finance world? So uh, I spent that next year doing the QFAs, then the Qualified Financial um, Advising uh, exam. So I've got one to do with that. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be doing that in, in January. Um, and so my role now is it's the head of partnerships with Pax Finance. So it's a really kind of exciting time. And do you need? Did you need financial planning at the end of your? I would have thought, that having been a professional rugby player for as long as you were, there was vast piles of cash squirrelled away in the wardrobe, in under the mattress that you were sort, sorted for life. If only, if only we we we, we do not live in a soccer world. <laughs> there is a, there is there's mortgages to pay, there's bills to pay, there's 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 crash fees, there's everything, and like obviously when you finish when you finish playing, there's no salary anymore. So it's kind of a stark, like you kind of, obviously we get we get paid well at the time, but but your salary stops. Do you know what I mean? So you, you obviously need need a job. Like, yeah. I always think that must be, but having a career that you know is is statistically highly unlikely to continue past forty. Like you know, okay, that's my shelf life. I've mm. got this big, mm. and one bad injury, mm. and it ends precipitously long before that. From a from a family planning, I, I don't mean in the sense of reproductive. I mean family planning mm. in the sense of where you're going to go yeah. with pensions. And all that. That's that's challenging. It's a tricky way to live. It is. It is tricky. Yeah, because you have to put so much into your career while you're playing as well. You need to focus on the rugby. Yeah. I think rugby players Ireland are are you are are, are um, 
the lads who look after us is uh, they're doing such a good job now of, 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 of nailing home to the younger lads what, that they need to prepare for life after rugby that there is something that is not going to last forever Oh they start that early now Absolutely like all the young lads coming into the, to the academy all the young lads now they either have a degree or are doing it at the minute like they're, they're all doing extra stuff um, and I think Leinster have been have been really good at, at, at nailing that home Like so we, we you'd, you'd have one day off a week uh, if the game was on Saturday you'd have Wednesday off and they call that the player development day you need to develop yourself during that day basically because you're not playing rugby you need to do something to develop That's interesting because if you go back to the, the, the last of the amateur era before the first pros came in the two were always hand in hand. I mean, you think I go. I always mm-hmm. think about that that English team with Gus got on it. Like you had two RA, you had an RAF fighter pilot, you had solicitors, mm-hmm. you had Queen's counsels, you mm-hmm. you know. So there there were good day jobs going hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And the first wave of professionals, they didn't get a lot in the way of support. Yeah, no, it's grown over the last year. Like even so, it, it's grown over my time. When I, when I, when I came in as a as as a twenty year old, I kind of I kind of started off. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a direction. I started. I, I applied to do arts and UCD. Did one half a year of arts. Dropped out of it. Kind of not wrong with an arts degree. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not saying there is, but it didn't suit me. <laughs> um, and then I kind of went back and did a sports management degree in UCD. But like I did one year, two year, and then and then I got kind of big into rugby. So I actually ended up dropping out. And then. Um, after about two or three years, I was convinced to go back by Rugby Players Ireland and finish it. So I did my final year over three years. So I got I got my degree in sports management over maybe an eight year period. <laughs> so like, it's a uh, but but now, all the young lads know how important it is. One hundred percent. Have you any interest in rugby now? Um, I do a bit. Oh, go away, that's a no. <laughs> that's a, I couldn't care if they all killed over dead in the morning. I've been, I've been, I've been keeping an eye on the results. Um, From a distance, without <laughs> watching the games. I watched I, I watched a little bit of Leinster Connacht last night. I saw the first the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes. And did you find yourself thinking, oh, I'm quite glad I'm in a toasty warm house now? Oh, yeah. Well, the, 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 the sports ground during the during the winter it was never really a nice one to play. Although they, they have a new 4G pitch now, which is... which which, which would be a little bit better but um, yeah no like I think when the Autumn Internationals come around the Six Nations come around I think, I think I'm, I'll miss it a bit more but so far I'm, I'm not, not really And what about it. things like fitness because I, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, Brian Driscoll being the only one to get the fairy tale I remember watching a video of him I think more than a year after he retired and he was doing this thing in a gym with ropes where he was whipping them up and down <laughs> and generally putting in a lot of effort I was thinking what are you at like this is your opportunity to spend the time on the couch I know So are you one of those who are keeping the fitness um, up and staying at the point Edge. So my last my last game was for the Barbarians um, against Spain, and I literally haven't jogged since that game, <laughs> and I haven't lifted. That's the spirit. I haven't lifted a thing. So, but I can kind of feel it. I can kind of feel my body kind of a little bit creaky now. So I kind of I, I know I have to get back and do something. But no, no, just relax into it. It's the world that the rest of us inhabit, Devon. Uh, Devon Toner, great pleasure uh, talking to you this morning. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.